You're now listening to Vibes, Moods, and Moves, a new podcast where we never stop asking the real questions and we never stop having the real conversations. Hey, welcome to Vibes, Moods, and Moves with me, your host, Janae Jordan. Today's date is June the 4th, 2020. And I, along with millions of other people all around the world, just finished watching the memorial service for George Floyd. I'm not going to get into who the man was, or what happened, because there is literally no way, unless you were living under a rock, and in, in which case, if you were, you, you wouldn't even be listening to this podcast, Um, But there's really no way that you don't know. Eight minutes, 46 seconds. With that said, um, I feel compelled in this moment to do something because I had an experience yesterday that really uh, took me aback. I was not prepared for it. I don't think anyone should be walking around prepared for such things. But um, I learned that someone I considered a friend, you know, someone I met, you know, along the way, um, I learned that they, uh, I guess, see me for some reason as an exception to their rule and or viewpoint racism towards black people. I won't get into how I discovered this. It was by means of a very direct mode of communication. Um, it was unprovoked, like seriously. I, There was no conversation earlier in the day or anything. And uh, I have to say that it, at one point, yeah, I was hurt, I was shocked. Um, and then I was angry and then I was sad, not so much for myself, but just sad that someone who, you know, I thought better of actually thought so poorly. I mean, I'm talking straight up vitriolic hate. Like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Um, I was just, you know, I was, it was sad. I was saddened by it because uh, I didn't expect it. Um, and I say that, understand from a place of, I didn't grow up in an ivory tower. I didn't uh, grow up in a all anything, you know, homogeneous, a homogeneous, however you say it environment. I was uh, one child in one family amongst many families that actually began what was essentially the integration, the full-blown integration of a neighborhood in New York, New York City, in Queens. So let's be clear. Racism isn't new to me. I I got those lessons very early on in life. Uh, But at the same time, one of the things that was kind of beautiful about 
all of us kind of going through it together was that even within our block, we had black families from various backgrounds, Caribbean, the South, native New Yorkers, you know, uh, yeah. We had Latinos from, again, various, cult, you know, subcultures and places. We had um, people from India, Pakistani, Bangladeshi. We had people from Asia, China, Korea, Japan. Um, and, you know, garden variety, if you want to call them white people. But even that's not garden variety because I had friends whose families were Italian and Irish and German. Jewish. Um, as the years went forward, uh, we had an influx of people from more Eastern Bloc countries like Russia. Uh, and um, yeah, we amongst ourselves had to learn some understanding. The children taught the parents, believe, that, believe it or not. Us kids taught our parents, the parents who didn't you know, necessarily want their kids mixing with other kids and all that other stuff, because we went through it. We went through it. We went through it in my neighborhood. We went through it. Um, like, my mom literally had trash thrown at her trying to ride her bike when I was a baby by a car full of young white teen boys, uh, one of whom lived in our building. Um, and he wasn't white. That's the thing, but he wasn't black, and so I guess he felt it was okay to be hateful towards black people. He, years later, seemed apologetic um, about it. His family, no one else in his family behaved that way. But um, anyway, you know, I could tell you stories about facing racism head-on from neighbors to school teachers to random people in the street. I mean, this neighborhood literally, when I was a kid, still had signage up on pubs and things that said, no dogs, no Jews, no blacks on it. You know, like they would not serve you. Um, and you know, as I got older, I learned that there were more nuanced ways for people to be racist. Um, as they told you, well, I'm not racist. Look, I like you, you know, saying things like, oh, well, you know, um, oh, you, I didn't invite you to X, Y, and Z because, you know, my family's really old school, um, you know, but I don't have a problem. But then later, you know, it's the microaggression shit where, excuse me, but, you know, where they'll say things about whatever's a political topic in the news at the time and say it to you and and it's laced with all kinds of just stereotypes in play and just lack of just lack of give a damn to even take a beat and think about what it is that's coming out of their face and this has taken place with I've had this happen with friends from college I've had this happen in the workplace um, and it always just took me aback because it's, you know, God forbid I have a harsh reaction because then I'm living up to that nasty, angry black woman trope, you know? And so I would always find my own nuanced way of clapping back. And I didn't care if I changed them. But my position was always, I don't want to be, and I'm not flattered by you seeing me as the exception to what you think of black people.
you know, I have so many friends uh, from, you know, different groups of colored people. <laughs> and we all have stories like that. And um, it's insidious. That's, that's, that's the only, you know, it's people's way of being a bigot without owning it. Because just in them deciding that you're their exception is, is, is them taking ownership of some really false beliefs about a whole entire group of people as if we're a monolith and we're not. And so I've been left with what my experience was yesterday with the belief that this particular individual <clears throat> figured because I don't fit their uh, idea of what most of my people are like. I guess I don't dress a certain way. I don't speak a certain way or because I do dress a certain way or because I do speak a certain way. You know, I can't control what someone's bought into. I have nothing to do with whatever experiences you had outside of the experience you've had with me. I don't know. I haven't walked in your skin in your life and nor have you in mine. With that said, I was not welcoming. In fact, I reject the message at any point from anyone that is one of such vitriol and hate. Free range at that. And I, I resent anyone thinking that it's acceptable to assault someone that way while minding their own business, living their life, and um, and I guess feeling that it was okay to do it because that's how I've been dealing or as far as much as what they know, how I've been dealing with this. Um, they have no idea about the fact that I come from an extremely civic-minded, uh, active family. I come from a family of activists. See, these are the reasons why I don't get into politics on this show, because the show is apolitical. It's not about politics. It will only be about politics if, at some point, I have someone on the show that is political. They're in office, or they're running for something, or they're running a campaign drive, a rather voter registration drive, or something like that. I'm not here for that. I can be that. But that's not what this is about. However, because this is in the air, on top of us all dealing with COVID-19, which hasn't gone anywhere, and owning the fact that we're all doing the best we can to keep it together, I felt like I needed to address it. Maybe not even because y'all need to hear it, but maybe because... The activist in me needed to say something and put this on record, put this into the ether as a public service announcement on behalf of my fellow black women and black men and children. Um, look, if, if, if for you, we are your token friend Unless you are self-loathing and the self-loathers can get this smoke too, 
but outside of that, if, if, if you, whoever are not black and we are your one token Negro friend, the, the Negro friend that you see as the magical Negro in your life that is there to help you and be kind to you and, and, and hold your hand and support and encourage you because we choose to see you as a friend and you see us as nothing more than a token and an exception to the people that are the very people who made us who we are that you claim to like or be entertained by, save it. None of us wants to be that exception. Not any of the self-respecting, proud African-Americans that I know, and I come from a whole entire family of them, none of whom are out burning anything down for the record. Because, you know, according to the, the message that I, I got and reject, you know, we're all just out burning things down, eating fried chicken, fried fish, and, you know, we're ungrateful. Ungrateful is that when people who helped build this nation. And no, we didn't choose to come here. But we did choose to, once free to make the choice, continue to add to innovation, science, technology, academia, entertainment, the arts at, at large. We not just physically helped to build this nation. But we have also been a part of why this nation can tout so many exceptional things. We added to that. We didn't just sit here and take, take, take as some people choose to believe and therefore feel that we are ungrateful and just, you know, menaces and um, how dare we be bothered because we uh, have to always be cognizant when we go places that we are in the skin we are in and that we are going to possibly encounter someone who thinks that way about us. And that every time one of us exceptions encounters someone like these people, we have to just kind of always steal ourselves because we don't know if we're gonna be your exception and you're gonna be polite or you're gonna not care. In fact, you might hate us because we are the exception to what you have been bred to believe and have had hatred cultivated in you to believe that we are something that we collectively, at the greater whole of who we are, are not. Every group of people has a stereotype. Every group of people has faced bigotry. This is absolutely, unequivocally true. And I don't think it's a good thing. I think it's bad. I think it's bad for everybody. No one should have to go through it. But what we need to do is stop conflating a bunch of other issues into this particular issue that is playing out on this massive scale that no, all of us aren't sitting around condoning nor condemning. We're more focused on the activism that we know how to do. And sometimes it's a little bit more strategic, a little bit more behind the scenes, it's the stuff that you stay up at night late making those calls, writing those letters, setting up those meetings, making those plans, organizing. And it's quiet and it doesn't get news coverage. That's what I come from. You know, people draw all kinds of assumptions about you off of very limited information and that's sad, but isn't that really the heart of the matter when we talk about 
bigotry at large. It's a damn shame that the one thing that seems to be able to get people all on the same page is either outrage about hate or hate and hating other people. Eight minutes and 46 seconds. Vibes, Moods and Moves is here to connect like-minded people with other like-minded people who are about making the world smaller to do good things, to birth new good things into the world, to encourage and uplift. And there is no brown paper bag test at the door or I need to see your ID and make sure that you're a citizen of any place in order to listen in order to be able to take something away from it, in order to even participate. If you only could see the team of people, I call them my angels, that are, have made my life and my work even more joyful, you would understand exactly why I have a zero tolerance on this. Um... If I were to assume that certain of those people were hate mongers just because of the color of their skin, there's a lot of goodness I would not I would not be experiencing right now. So in spite of any and all hate I've ever experienced, witnessed, I'm not gonna turn around and hate. Um to anyone who even is still lingering in my world who might be one of these people who I don't know that you hate my people so much because you won't show me that because you see me as the exception because for whatever your reasons are, I don't know. Please exit my life. Please. Um, because I don't turn this off and on. This is who I am. This is, these are the people I come from. We are not a stereotype. We are not a monolith. We don't all agree on everything. But one thing for damn sure that we all are cognizant of every day is that we are black. And that there are people who hate us just because. There are people who will buy into the narratives that we haven't done a damn thing but collect welfare and, you know, be destructive and, and do all kinds of manner of things because they choose not to see the majority of us who are the complete opposite. So today, I'm no longer hurt. I'm not shocked. I've processed it. I've moved on. I've made the proper adjustments. But I just felt like how ironic the night on a day that was such a beautiful day of people connecting. That was the other thing. It was so much awesome connection going on. And the team was just, you know, vibing. And I was feeling great. And then that. But I have to shout out my, my dear friend and soul sister and partner in good works, Kat Ayala, for catching me on the other side of that little... Uh, incident and I thank her for you know reminding me of mission reminding me that 
you know, these things are happening right now. A lot of things are coming to the surface, not just on the public stage and the news, but in our own, our own little pocket worlds and universes. We're seeing things in people, both good and bad. And um, we can't let that deter us from being all in who, of, who we are. So I don't hate this person. Um, I'm sad to learn this, but I don't hate them. But I cannot have them in my world in any way, shape, or form. I pray for them um, as I've prayed for all of us through COVID-19, through this unrest, um, as I have for a very long time because that's how I was raised. That's what my family taught me, both sides. Taught me that um, even when we don't know what else to do, we're going to pray because our faith is greater than all things. All things. So, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray on all of it, and I'm going to do my activism my way. But remember, in that, I do not, you know, condone or condemn. Everybody has the right to process this how they choose. I choose civil. That's that. And, um... Again, I know it's cliche at this point, but there's one thing that we all can do. And y'all know what it is. Vote. You can't just wait till there's big presidential elections. You must be on your vote, <laughs> your vote hustle every time there's an election. If y'all haven't learned that lesson by now, I don't know what else to tell you. It, there is power in it. Don't buy into the let's not vote because they don't listen or this person. Nah, 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 All up and down the ticket. You better do it. Be about it. Be about that with the same energy as posting and sharing and, and, and all of that. That's something real that we all can do because everybody's not going to be comfortable on the front lines and that stuff and everybody's not going to be comfortable walking into meetings with politicians and organizing that way. But there's one thing we all can do, and that is vote. So, yeah. I sincerely thank anyone and everyone who pressed play on this episode because this isn't a good stuff. This is really a true let's chat. As what I'm chatting with you right now, about with you right now, is very current. And it's a moment, and it's how I feel. And it's a let's chat. So, thank you for listening, and thank you for listening to any of the previous episodes of Vibes, Moods, and Moves that you have listened to. If you haven't, please do go check them out. Big, big, big love and massive shout-outs to the people with the open hearts, truly, genuinely, sincerely, to the people with the open hearts, to everyone who have contributed and participated lovingly in my good stuff list. I thank each and every one of you um, to anyone who may uh, end up on the list moving forward I thank you too in advance because with all of this going on we need to be reaching out for creating looking for sharing good stuff informative stuff uplifting positive fact-based stuff with each other 
Um, I wasn't planning on doing this episode. Uh, probably, I mean, and I don't mean the subject. I couldn't have planned for this right now, but I wasn't planning on doing another Let's Chat until after I got the first interview up, which it is coming. It is, it's, it's on the schedule. I'm really looking forward to bringing you this person. Um, he's a dream. He really is. And I know you guys are going to love um, what we've got lined up for you. Thank you so much to uh, everybody who's been supporting the podcast getting the word out. I appreciate you more than you know. Um, and, uh, yeah. Hate's not stopping this. No. Mm-mm. No. Um, onward and upward. And I wish that for everybody. So, uh, again, if you're listening to this on uh, Apple, iTunes, please do hit subscribe. If you're listening to this over on my website, www.JanaeJordan.com, please do join our mailing list. You'll see the window. Put your email address in there. Hit sign up. Um, we're going to start doing some mailings, sharing some really good stuff with you guys, whether it's directly about the podcast, about any new music I've got coming out, or even things by some of my peoples. And I, like I've said before, I know one or two people who do some really cool things and have been lighting up my world lately. So I just want to share that with you guys. And, um, you know, uh, it's going to get better. I'm praying. I hope you're praying. And um, what else can I say? Thank you. Hang in there. Let's keep doing this. Um, We got to remember to stay well, mind, body, and soul. Got to stay whole. And please do be good to yourselves so that you can continue to positively reach into other people's worlds and be good to them however you can. Because good God knows right now we all really need to be being good to each other. Thank you again. God bless you. Peace, love, and light. Till next time. Don't want no wars or fancy things. Do you know where it is? Tell me. Maybe there's a place for people like you and me. Don't want no wars or fancy things. If you know where it is, tell me.